It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Langer at Holyland's I-70 Football Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. Hey, man. How's it going, man? It's another day. Another day, another dollar. But I'm not really getting no money <laughs> because betting sucks. Oh, man. It, it, it'd be nice if it be. But that's the, that's the whole game of betting. It's definitely a risk. I don't know why people do it. I'm, I'm telling you, I, and it's crazy because like I don't get I don't get why people do sports betting, but I will go to a casino and play blackjack. And yeah, but uh, is blackjack twenty one? Yeah, I play that. I don't know that I'd win any money, but I play that. Sports betting's crazy. I don't like losing money. Nope. As soon as these free bets are done, they're gonna see me like once every two or three months. Because if I'm not making no money on the free bets, I'm definitely not making I'm no money great. on no real bets. I'm not gonna lie to you. I probably won't bet ever again after the Super Bowl. Mm. I because I'm 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 better with football than I am with basketball. Even though like. With basketball, I do like little stuff and then get a few hundred dollars. That's 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 the that's where it's at with basketball. But honestly, I think after the Super Bowl, you might not ever see me do it again unless somebody got too many and just want me to help. Yeah, I might do it here or there because just with, with college football specifically, mm. there are just some like really, really, really stupid things that it's like, come on now, yeah. Like you, like this is gonna happen. Like they be like Ohio State plus twenty over Rutgers, and it's like they're gonna beat them by thirty five. Like I take me a little thirty dollars. Like you know that that'll right. give me a little something, something. That's but fair. I'm not gonna do it often because once it's for my real money, I can't do it because I'd be stressing and it's not fun. I've seen people talk about it makes the game funner. No, it doesn't. I don't no, know it doesn't. I don't, as long because... as money's free, like as long as it's not your money, then I can see. Who people are talking about, but as soon as it's mine, I mm-mm. it definitely here's the thing, it definitely in my opinion it don't make the game funner. I had 
Miles Sanders needing a touchdown, and they gave the ball to Boston Scott. Yeah. I don't know who the fuck Boston Scott is. You think that was fun for me? <laughs> nah. <laughs> I, had him, I had him going under uh, 75 rushing yards. Dude got 90. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like this is it, it's, it's, oh, it's not. Yeah. If you if you're having fun, you're a sick person. Respectfully, um, <laughs> I'm, as long as I'm I'm having a little bit of fun, just because it's free money. As soon as there's no, well, money, yeah, money, yeah, I, but I'm not having fun anymore. I just don't I don't think it makes the games fun to watch. Nah, because like when they like it just it's because okay, so like for example, they only mo- not everyone right Kelsey different places whatever right. but like most of these teams don't even think about their tight end and then as soon as they get to the playoffs everybody using their tight ends right Dalton, what, like, Dalton, Schultz, what, Dalton Schultz has three tight three touchdowns in the past two games like come on bro are you yeah. fucking and then and then but if you bet him next week he's not gonna touch the ball he might even, he might get two catches for like six he's not gonna, he not gonna touch the ball, bro. Yeah. So it's just I'm not I'm not having fun. I'm well, that's not, I'm having fun with free money. I don't think it makes watching the games fun. Nah, because it's just like as soon as they get into the red zone, and it's like, oh, this is easy for this player. This is easy for that player. They just don't don't do it. So it's crazy. Anyway, y'all are not here for our betting advice. <laughs> if you're taking betting advice from me. Yeah, you're definitely a sick, sick yeah. individual. Always, there always. Is, if you're gonna bet basketball, I'll tell you that. Always bet on like the superstar to probably get over ten points. Like you're probably you can bet it. on that. Oh yeah, I do same day or same day parlays, so I make my own Hold leg. On. Hold on, let me go bet LeBron to get ten points right now. That's got to be the easiest bet in, yeah. in history. And the thing you, is, but do you make any money off of that if you stack them? If you stack other bets with it, so like you could do LeBron gets over, t- you could do LeBron gets ten plus, and then you could do fifteen plus. Then you'd be like, he'll get six rebounds and probably like four assists. So, uh, and then you could do a few more people with it. So now you just get like 15, 15 bets. Please, no one. If you got a problem, don't bet. Let's don't let <laughs> just stop. I'm just so, trying to help him out. Not, but you can win like two, three hundred dollars on it. Not you're doing like fifteen leg parlay. Okay, yeah, hold fifteen on. leg, and I put like fifty dollars. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, this one's not that bad. I'm definitely not gonna do it because who the fuck is Anthony Simmons? And I know Simmons, he is, but he's, yeah, he's not putting up. He's not putting up twenty. He might. He's, he's averaging LeBron, twenty-two. Is, this has LeBron thirty, Lillard thirty, uh, Nurkic fifteen, Jeremy uh, Jeremy Grant twenty. Anthony Simmons twenty. I'm not mad at any of those. I'm not mad at Lillard getting thirty or Bron getting thirty because neither of these teams play defense well. So I, it's probably gonna happen. And since everybody's dropping forty, like it's like like they Oprah, like the NBA just <laughs> Oprah. Might as well. It's hilarious. They you don't they don't even have LeBron in the tw- in the score twenty. Yeah, which is crazy because it's like I he yeah he's been on a tear, but then there's a game where he'll drop only eighteen. And now you're pissed. <laughs> so you can't bet LeBron unless you bet 30 plus? It looks like it. That's wild. All right, let's hold on. No, they got him at 25. But even still, it's negative 900. They just expect, I mean, he is averaging 27 and has for his entire career, but that's booty. That's why you could get like, that's why it's not like getting a thousand, a few thousand dollars if it happens. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I'm, See, like, okay, anyway. what, what'll get you probably those numbers would be like 
like in the Nets Golden State game, you'd be like, Nick Claxton's gonna score thirty. You like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and if he does it, well, <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. All right, I'm I'm not even gonna get into basketball. Basketball is a sick man sport. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> like, I feel like I could bet football. I'm not like, come on, like, cause cause see, that's that's what makes me mad. Cause you can bet Patrick Mahomes one and a half touchdowns. Yeah, but he averaged like three. But I can't bet LeBron plus fifteen. Yeah, like see, it's just not equaling up. Like the math, the things that you like, you can bet Patrick Mahomes two fifty really yards. Like, throw a pick. <laughs> yeah, but like Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for two fifty. Not he almost threw for two fifty and he missed like a quarter and a half, and the rest of the game was on a bum ankle. Yeah. So why can I bet that, but I can't bet LeBron fifteen and, and tw- or twenty and make yeah, twenty at the least? Because yeah, be that's like, crazy. I'd be mad if he scored twenty nine, <laughs> and it'd be See, because he is... like he missed free throws or some shit. So like, <laughs> yeah, this is why I can't do it. I'm about yeah. to bet Anthony Davis over under to return. <laughs> See, those are see now see now those are funny bets. Like if I could bet if Brett Maher misses the next extra point. Like, yeah, I would, I would absolutely, I'd have made some money because I definitely would have bet that he did. It's probably the, it's probably the, uh, you probably want to bet the over. They going for it on fourth and five. Let me get out of this game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Whatever. Let's let's no let's uh, let's talk let's talk football as like literally. None of my bets. Oh no, that's not true. One of my bets going here. I'm gonna get forty five. I'm gonna get forty five dollars. See, that's not bad. Michael uh, Michael Gallup, fifty yards. I thought was gonna be a thing because he always plays big in the playoffs. He has zero. Yeah, I don't mean he's not gonna catch a bomb, but he literally has zero yards. Yeah, I didn't even decide to put him in one in a, a parlay. I was like, I'm not even gonna touch Michael Gallup. I barely touched the receivers at all. Like it was more like I'm gonna do the under. I'm doing the under on the receivers because like Dak's gonna Dak's gonna be terrible because he had a good game, and Brock Purdy's a rookie who was the last pick in the draft. So yeah, I didn't touch Brock. Like <laughs> I did the under. I did the under. That that's actually pretty smart. Yeah. That's pretty smart. I wasn't I wasn't touching Dak to save my life. If he don't throw a touchdown, that still works for me because that's under. That's that is fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, so news into the podcast we go. Right. Um, there hasn't there wasn't really any like Big Ten news. Not that I don't know. Which is not like nobody a good me or a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't really wasn't really any um, Big Ten news, which is fine. I I'm not too mad at that. Uh, but what that does mean is this segment's going to be quick, and we get stuck on this segment a lot, so I'm not going to be mad at that. Right. Uh, the only news that I have is Ed Reed contract was not ratified at um, Bethune-Cookman, and that was an interesting little saga because – did you see that? Yeah, you, you had to see that. I saw it. I didn't decide to watch the videos because it was too long for me. Like, you, If it's videos on Twitter that are seven minutes long, I'm not. I'm not. What was seven minutes? They, and someone must have combined them or something. Yeah, I watched the, two videos. Yeah, they put the uh, the the whole uh, meeting he had with his team, even when uh, Prime came on live and stuff, and they talked like they did the whole thing. 
Oh, I didn't watch that one. I wasn't yeah. watching that one. I watched a much shorter one. And I'll just say this. like, I don't want to get into this too, too much because we kind of talked about it before. But the thing that I was saying um, when I was talking about it in the house is essentially this. As an HBCU, you can't want these people who have this celebrity and who are going to bring this notoriety to your school and who's going to do all of these supposed good things. Because half the time, you probably don't even care if they win. You just want them because they're a Hall of Famer because they've never coached before. Right. You can't have them come in, especially Dion, because everyone knows Dion follows, a a camera follows Dion. Right. You can't have them come in if your house is not in order. Now, I don't mean in order as in you have to be at the Ohio State P5 level, this, that, and the third. Because at the end of the day, I saw this tweet, and that's true. They're like, people got to remember, Division two programs that are non-HBCUs have similar issues. Yes, they that do. That is just the level of the school, the level of the sport, and the money that gets brought in. But there are certain things that you absolutely have to have in order if you're going to bring in these celebrity types because you're asking for extra eyeballs and your house is not in order. Yeah. Now, Ed Reed is a grown-ass man. Should he have went to social media? No. He's a grown-ass man. He should have handled it differently. But what he was talking about, was that an issue? Absolutely not. How do you hire someone and not clean the office? And there's trash all throughout the building and on the front lawn and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, that's that's crazy. not that is crazy. That's not I'm not we're not Ohio State, we're not a PWI, we're not that's just basic that's just as basic as it comes. You don't get a job anywhere where they're giving you an office and a space and the office not clean. I've had jobs, I've had internships. Yeah, where they gave me an office and I got a couple free polos and clothes or whatever, and they put a nice mug and like lived, like spent money on to have my office ready and to have some things for me when I got there. Internships when I was in college, and so you like that's just like little things. Like, what are you talking about? Like, and that's the problem with these things. It's like, is it kind of yes. like you can tell they don't really care for that for the football program? And not even just a football program. That's bare minimum. Yeah. Like, it don't matter who like, you hire, football, professor, teacher, whatever. How? Like, how, and they can't be. Because if there's trash everywhere in the building, outside the building, all this other kind of stuff. And it's just like, they're very serious issues, right? When we come to PWI versus HBCUs, when we, when we talk about government funding and how schools are funded and where the money's going and, and this kind of, that kind of stuff. But there's something that I think um, my fiance said, I don't like saying her name on this podcast. You obviously know who she is, but it's right, weird to right. say my fiance to you, but I'm not talking to you for real, for real. So right. it's not that weird. And basically she was just like, there's this thing in the black community where we don't talk about black issues because we don't talk about black issues in mixed company. And that's fine, I guess. But it still has to be talked about. But it still has to be talked about. And when you're bringing in these outside people because you want to be like Power 5, you want to be like PWI. You want that same attention. You want the attention. You're inviting mixed company. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, all these HBCU schools had football coaches before so there are coaches that are willing to coach that job with the lack of finances the lack of resources not clean offices broke down buildings all of that kind of stuff 
I'm not saying positively or negatively. There are people who are willing to do that, just like there are people who are willing to do that at Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three level schools. I've toured Division Three level schools. I've been like, I, there, Canton is almost all Division Three level schools. For people who really, really follow football, y'all know who Mount Union is. Yep. They don't have shiny facilities. They don't have nice dorms. It's a, it's a pretty can, decent. That will. Their facilities may be decent because of all the championships, but in yeah. general, like as a school and as a kind of thing, it it ain't that great. Yeah. So, I we had football camps there in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone does. <laughs> but it's just so it's just like Mount Union is actually a bad example because they win so much that they can't afford some of the things. Yeah, but yeah. like, um, but e- even still, Marshall, right? Marshall, um, and people aren't going to get this because they're not from Northeast of Ohio, but Malone, oh, okay. uh, yep, Walsh, yep. Walsh, all yep. of those type mm-hmm. of schools, mm-hmm. like um, Notre Dame College. I was going to say Notre Dame College. Always winning in Division Two level. They're very, they're a very, very good program. We both know. Well, I, you probably do, but I for sure know people who played there. I know um, people, yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially from being from Cleveland and stuff like that. So, right. like, but these schools – they deal with these similar issues, but like you're bringing in these celebrity coaches and you're not doing it because you think Ed Reed is a good coach. What has he done to prove that you're passing up good coaches who are okay with where you're at? You're truly just doing it. Ed Reed. Reed. You're just doing it to get TV money and to get the popularity and hoping yeah. that he can get the recruits just like Dion and things like that. And then I don't have an issue with that. But again, you can't do that in your house not be in order. So Ed Reed, as an adult, as a grown man, was wrong for taking it to social media. How long was Ed Reed there? Well, his, I don't know. It wasn't long. It was like a month or two. It it was announced in like December. They never officially like made his contract official. And that's one of the other things he's saying. He's like, I'm working and my contract's not even official yet. Oh, yeah. They wildin'. That's just bad business. It's just a yeah. Just simple stuff. That's simple stuff, like you said. And, and then you have these people who are going to be like, oh, well, hey, Reed, Deion Sanders, they don't care about HBCUs. They're just trying to make us look bad. Da, 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 is it, I uh, mean, what, it? it's like y'all are making yourself look bad. Like you can't, I can't make you look bad if you're not, if you're like having me work while I don't even, I'm probably not getting paid because my contract's not fine. Like, yeah, what, and, and another thing, like, this isn't even about the football program. This is just things in general. And, again, this is not a sole HBCU issues. Nope. I've been to, again, these are only schools in Ohio, so if you don't understand, I apologize. But, like, in, in Pennsylvania, I've been to Allegheny College. I've been to Wittenberg. I've been to Ooh, Wabash and all of these kind of <laughs> places. Their, dorm, their dorms suck. Mm-hmm. Their facilities suck. Their stadiums suck. Like, it's not just the HBCU thing. It's that level of football. Tulsa. Not like, to, um, uh, um, um, uh, Tiffin, stuff like that. Tiffin, yeah. I mean, I freaking worked at Kent State for three years. Mm-hmm. Literally, and that's on someone, <laughs> like, there that's are amazing. high schools, there are high schools that have better stadiums than Kent State. Better facilities, all that. Yep. Literally, like, um, so Kent State, up until like the year before I graduated, had AstroTurf in their field house. Ugh. Do you know how old AstroTurf? Nobody oh, uses AstroTurf. It's literally illegal in the NFL. So it's just like these are not just issues at HBCUs, but they are issues, and you have to take care of them, especially if you're doing this. We're just as good as everybody else, and it's just like honestly, y'all could just accept the level that you're at. 
and it has it's not that again. That is that's not even HBCU specific. Not everyone can be App State where they start as a smaller school, win and go up to another level and right. be successful. That more times than not, that's not successful. So just be where you at. Like that's fine. But like in a non football thing, we were talking about like Howard. Howard brags because it's true. They um they produce the the most black doctors. Okay. They Howard also has crazy alumni from their theater program. Chadwick Bozeman, uh I'm not good with people's names. I shouldn't have brought this up. Nope. Uh, my, fiance knows, my fiance knows them a lot better than I do. But either way, there are a lot. Regina George, maybe I don't know. There are a lot of famous black actors. Think, what's her name? Uh, uh, Viola Davis, I think. Yeah. Either there are a lot of successful black yeah, actors yeah. who went to Howard, and obviously other places too. But we're just going to talk about those two. So you have doctors obviously make money. Actors to the level of Tragic Bozeman and all these other kind of stuff make money. They give back. And I know they give back because you put their names on buildings and things like that. Right. But you know where you didn't put that money? Into the sports In program. the dorms. Well, no, I'm not even talking oh, about sports. Oh, that's fair. I'm that's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're you didn't completely put it into right. The dorms. You didn't put it into the dorms. So your students are protesting because they're living with roaches right. and not running water and all of these health violations right? because you want to look good on the outside. You want to have a fancy building with someone's name on it and these other kind of things. All about that. You want all to award... Feelings falling down, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like you Gross. want to award I mean, doctorates to people and all this other kind of stuff and have guest speakers and all of that's great. Every college does that. But you ain't take none of that money and put it into your dorms. So you won't care about what you care about. And again, I'm going to keep saying it before someone gets offended. These are not only HBCUs issues, but we talk about HBCUs now. And when you put yourself in the limelight, you deserve to be criticized. Right. Because you put yourself out there. Because you wanted to be seen in a light that you weren't ready for. You get what you ask for. Be careful what you ask for. Literally, so but, I don't know, man. I I think it sucks because I only saw a minute, right? But I think Ed Reed did want that job, and I think that it who knows like if he did. A, who knows if he would be a good coach? But it, I think he genuinely cared about the kids and wanted to do better by them. And no, it wasn't handled right. But how, like, how do you handle that situation? He was in a bad situation. They did yeah. not like do anything and the month month and a half he had that job they didn't do a single thing right by him yeah that's nice so it's just to, to, to be able to end to to tarnish a relationship you just started within a that's crazy time, that's, that's really crazy impressive. <laughs> that's crazy and it's just gonna make people and, it, and it's just gonna it's make gonna, everyone it's look gonna bad. make yeah it's gonna make coaches even more weary to go there and and it's gonna do this stupid, you know, PWI versus HBCU debate. What's better, and this, that, and all this other kind of stupid stuff, where the root of the issue is never actually being addressed. And at the end of the day, there are people who go to these schools and who work at these schools and who do these things at the school who are corrupt. Not everyone, not all of them, 
But we've heard, like, I mean, we heard about the Howard dude that was in that was in financial aid that was stealing money stealing and walking money. around, yep. and all this other kind of stuff. Like you hear about schools lo- losing accreditation because of different they, things like yeah. that. And then, um, and so I know, like, and I know people are gonna be like, "Well, P- it's happening to people in PWIs." That's yes. not an excuse. It's really not. It's not an that's excuse because it's that's just saying it. you want to be just you. You should be excused for being that's terrible it. because other schools are being terrible. No, everybody should. No one should be terrible. Right, and I, weirdly, black people. I can't speak on a PWI. I can't attend it. No tour. That's not a part of the culture or anything like that. Right. But that's literally what people do when they say, mm, "Why is R. Kelly in jail?" That Howard, whatever the hell his name is, didn't go to jail. He got off. Uh, why is why are we talking about this black? Why are we talking about Trey Cause Jones cause, who beats women? Cause, cause There's this white actor who beats women. Because like, so, and if if, if if you're only bringing that up to say like they should be in jail as well, then fine, that's fine. But if you're saying because that person got off, why? Because if you're saying if you want consistency where everyone goes to jail, fine. But if you're saying like let's keep it consistent, it's like just because that dude went to jail, this dude shouldn't go to jail. You're just you're just speaking like you're just being dumb at that point. Yeah, you're just speaking the, the, the consistent the consistency they want is nobody's held accountable instead of everyone's held accountable. Because if you say that, if that's what you want, like everyone's held accountable, then yeah, you're right. That person should have went to jail just like... And also, you should want better for yourself and your community, right? Like, I can sit here if I wanted to do the research, which I don't, and I won't. (laughs) If I wanted to do the research, I'm sure I could find D2 and D3 colleges that are PWIs that are in just as big, at just the same or worse uh, situations as HBCUs or Bethune mm-hmm. Cookman or whatever, but I don't. But what I do want is better for these schools because they are for the black community. Yeah. So me or someone, and it's really they don't even offer a lot of programs. <laughs> yeah. And it's and and me, I'm using the royal me because like me personally, I don't really care that much. Like I'm not like looking at all these things and doing this and doing that. Like I have other things to do. But in general, the royal me or the royal we or whatever as a community, I want better for these schools because they serve our community. And because I already, of the history I mean, I of think, how they I served think, our community. And I think schooling is a scam anyway. At least in a sense. Like Certain things, yeah, like you, you should definitely be going to school if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer and stuff like that. But like certain stuff, school's a scam. To be a teacher, yeah. be a teacher. Like you yeah, should go to school. That's a, yeah. that's a conversation for another day. Either way, so like, I don't care if it's an HBCU or a PWI. You're probably scamming. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um. <laughs> Um, I've seen the price of books. You niggas are scamming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jerry Rice, legend, goat, goat. Anyway, um, so yeah, that that, that situation just kind of sucks. I think it sucks for everyone involved. And uh, it's just because now, who do you hire? Who's gonna take on that job? Well, somebody will, but like, yeah, but like, it's just yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it's just bad. And, and the other thing is like because he did handle it wrong. Like he who's can't gonna go, hire every week again? Yeah, you know? and then it's like they can't can if they mend it now that's gonna look weird. Like they'll probably come out and have a 
talk and press conference about them mending the relationship, but if they do, I don't think anyone that's there is mature enough. Oh hell no! From the way from the way that it was mm. the, the way it's happened so far, I don't think it's mature enough for them to have a press conference because like they didn't have a press conference when they didn't uh, maintain his contract. So um, fair enough. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. NFL playoffs. Let's get through this quick. Uh, we didn't mention this at the beginning of the show. We mentioned it last week. This show is the beginning of our tears. This is the beginning of us reviewing the season. We are going to flip what we normally do. We normally start with the worst teams and um, go to the best. We're going to go from the top down because as we said before, we want this show to get better in every off season. And do we really want to start uh, January in 2023 talking about Northwestern? Hmm. We don't. <laughs> we don't. You don't want to listen to that. So we're, we're going to flip it. And unlike some years, there's actually a lot of interesting things at the top to talk about from this past season. And I think this off season, we're going to talk about the big teams more than we typically do because it's, it's, there's a lot more going on with all of them than normal. I I E Ohio state and Penn state, both having new quarterbacks coming in and Wisconsin having a new coach. Like that's interesting. So we're gonna talk about them probably. No, I mean not a whole whole lot because you know we we, and, we know, know that Michigan Dante doesn't love to talk about Ohio State, but <laughs> we'll talk about them more than we normally do because they're actually interesting this off season. That's funny. I never said I don't like talking about them. Yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> they're so predictable, man. They have the same they they which is nothing wrong with that, but it's like I would like if we had an SEC podcast, I wouldn't talk about Alabama. Mm-hmm. No, nah, absolutely not. <laughs> or Georgia. No, like, what's the point? <laughs> we understand what their expectations are and who they are. Like, yeah, what's the point? Yeah. But, uh, anyway, NFL playoffs really quickly. Eagles destroyed the Giants. It was actually um, kind of sad too because I thought the Giants might give a a much better effort. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things where like the Eagles just turned it on. Like they and they were the better team through and through. Yeah. Like it was controlled. Really call... It was a controlled game from start to finish, wasn't it? I believe. Yeah, it yeah. was. And ultimately the Giants were kind of the Cinderella. I think they did some really good things this year that they can build on next year. Yeah. Um if they get I mean, essentially like no okay. They're not I'm not saying that they're gonna be the Bills, right? Who scored on the they... uh, 49ers? Christian. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that they're going to be the Bills or anything like that, but we we know that um, this coach, what this coach did with Josh Allen, right? He did a similar thing with Daniel Jones. He's a very good quarterback, friendly coach, offense, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What put I, Josh Allen over the top? The trade for Stefan Diggs. Yeah. So again, not saying that they're going to be six, that will okay. Yes, but more what I'm saying is they need to get Stefan Dix, like a Stefan Dix, like a yeah. a top. They also need to fix that offensive line. It's oh yeah, for it's sure. I mean, still a little shaky. Yeah, they definitely have more than one thing to do, but yeah. more so, what I'm saying is that is kind of the next step for them to continue to be good and for this year not to be a fluke. They need to get a real wide receiver. Because I watch a lot of football, and, like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know 
who their number one wide receiver is. Because um, I know it's not who it was supposed to be. And I know it's not Kadarius Tony who is now on the Chiefs. Oh. Um, I know Evan Ingram's pretty good for them. But they have a lot of wide receivers that are making a lot of Weird. money that's not doing yeah. a lot of things. Somebody. Yeah, I think somebody wears number 80 who's pretty good for them. But I don't know their names. Yeah, so I still I, I see they should go after fixing that offensive line first before. Oh my um, God, Fred Warner! Before or is that not Fred Warner? Is that the fake Palomalu? <laughs> uh, that's his. That was his the cousin. fake Palomalu. Yeah, is it? Yeah, like his cousin or his nephew were... or something like that. They're actually I know they're related. Yeah, that's I think hilarious. his last name is Palomalu. It's not. It's definitely not. But it's not. Uh, oh, so then no, that is the fake one. That's the dude. Then there's uh there's a guy that will be coming into the league soon that is related. So, okay, got yeah. you. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, ultimately, like you know, there's you no know, people don't like more victories than this, that, and the third. But ultimately, a good year for the Giants. Nobody expected them to be in the playoffs. They won a playoff game. It was the Vikings, but you know, they still the Vikings a were what a thirteen win team. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. You you can't say that and then also say Kirk Cousins in prime time. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, you already know how um, I feel about Kirk Cousins. Exactly, but still, <laughs> they beat the Vikings. They won it. They won a game. Um, they look like they have their quarterback. I I wouldn't be so confident in him to give him the hundred, like you know, the four hundred million dollar oh, deal. No. But I would give him another three years. But they just I would, might. I would give him. They just might though. Like they, they're gonna have to. They okay, might just so, do something stupid. They might overpay him. And it's sad so they're gonna like, have it, to overpay him. Yeah, because it's sad because it seems like it's it's rude to pay quarterbacks what they're definitely worth. And like Daniel Jones will exactly. never be worth four hundred million dollars. He's not. So let me ask you this. And again, I I'd be having to qualify shit with you because you be arguing the wrong points. Fair. He is not worth this contract. No. But because of what they have to pay quarterbacks, it yep. just is what it is. Would you give him three years one hundred twenty? Oh, that's not fine. all guaranteed, but it's that's Three years, 40, 120, that's, that's not fine. That's fine. That's, that's fine with me. That's 40 mil a year. This is more than he deserved, but yeah, I would give him that. Listen, with like I've a, seen, I've seen with like Kirk, 95 guaranteed or something like listen, that. Kirk Cousins, I don't know. Kirk Cousins uh, contract is bad. So, oh my God, it's, so, it's, it's terrible. So, so, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's not a bad, that's not a bad one. Cause then after two, even in the middle of a year or after two years, you could probably trade that. And already yeah. had paid. If he's again. not, he, yeah, so if he's this not. is all, if this is, if this year is a fluke and he's like terrible next year, it's like okay, you can trade him because yeah. if you already guaranteed him, you paid it, boom. So I would front, I would front load the guaranteed yep. this year too. Mm-hmm. Like I'd give him a lot of that in a signing bonus, but just to be like, here um, you go, just in case something happens to you, there you go. Like, yep. So that's what I would give him, but. Um, Eagles, Eagles look good, man. Um, yeah, they do, and J- uh, Jalen Hurts don't look hurt. No, no, he doesn't. I'm, I'm very Shut happy. I'm very like so. I don't they know anything about Jalen Hurts. Two, two black quarterbacks going against each other for the NFC title, but Dak. <laughs> Dak. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna say what I want to say on this podcast. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, I'm like so. I'm not typically wrong about quarterbacks because I watch a lot of college football, and I especially like I don't. You know, I think some of this is just common sense. I'm glad that I was wrong about Jalen Hurts. And I still don't even think so much that I was wrong as in I didn't know him and I didn't know that he was like 
freaking maniacal and was nah, going to get nah, better. Nah, nah and, I didn't even. I saw Jalen Hurts play. I didn't think he would be good in the league for real. And that's the point of him being maniacal and like he's like, I'm not going to fail. I'm going to get better. Yeah. And it helps that they have freaking Devonte Smith and AJ Brown and they got another you know, one. The, they got another receiver. And uh, I can't think of his name right now. Miles yeah. Sanders is pretty solid. And then I mean, literally, they had like 70 sacks as a team. They're the first team in NFL history to have four different players with 10 plus sacks. Yeah, like it, it is not. Yeah, yeah they're front yeah. forward. They don't. They don't pressure. <laughs> they don't throw blitzes. No. It's literally and all of them have 10 plus sacks so it is not just him that is a very very well-built team which is exactly how they were when nick Foles won um because i think nick Foles or uh carson Wentz would have won that yeah you know it's crazy carson Wentz has a super bowl i mean nick Foles played but yes yeah yeah, that's what i was saying like it always hits me like carson Wentz is a super bowl winner (laughs) yeah for sure uh you know what's interesting the eagles i don't know who who to compare them to, but the Eagles throughout history are one of the easiest teams per se to just get a bunch of talent, and then they do really well and they win, and then it just like falls off. And yeah, they just, do just again. yeah. Because doesn't does McNabb have a ring? No, or did he they just did. Get they made it to two. I think they made okay. it to two, but lost. Both. Are you sure he doesn't have one? Yeah, I'm probably he doesn't have one. I with thought the Brian Eagles. Dawkins had one. He, I, it's not with the Eagles. Okay. Because remember that Nick Foles one was the first one the Eagles have ever won. I've, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. But either way, they were really, really good in that era. So, yeah. um, and I mean, so Eagles are NFC, right? Yes. Oh yeah, they're gonna destroy the Forty ers I mean, I'm, I'm not. I don't know. They this. actually, the Forty ers played them well when they played earlier in the season, and I yeah. Think, you okay? It's I think it was like a one score game. That's like, fine. Think, yeah. That's, that's fine. It's the playoffs. They're going to up it, and Brock Purdy don't look like he got it. And I'm not – I was never a big Brock Purdy believer. Um, if he's able to be de- – He's defense? good enough. I don't know, man. He mm. might be good enough. It might. They just might – he might be good enough for them to make it to the Super Bowl again. I think he is, but I think the way the Eagles are playing this year mm-hmm. – He's not gonna do it. Yeah, I do think the Eagles lose to whoever they face in the AFC though. That would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I, I, I think I agree. I do think they lose. I, I think do they think lose. they lose. I don't because I think that there are still steps that Jalen Hurts needs to take in his development. But what I will say is, I don't think this is a one and done. I think that they'll be back. Mm. Not a, maybe not immediately, but also because that's hard to NFC, say about football for football is that. Is the NFC not for the taking, though? I mean, like, all the good quarterbacks in the NFL are in the AFC. Oh, true. Especially the young ones, Patrick Mahomes, AFC. Josh Allen, AFC. Uh, freaking Justin Herbert, AFC. Uh, Joe Burrow, AFC. Trevor Lawrence, if he's getting there, but he's no, not no, in the first I, four I, level. I, but I, Trevor Lawrence, AFC. He, 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 he better than Justin Herbert. I, I might actually give you that. Uh, <laughs> AFC. So, like, all, so it's like, who who is Lamar. in the NFC? Uh, Lamar, AFC. Mm-hmm. Who's in the NFC? Kirk Did- Cousins. <laughs> like <laughs> Justin yeah. Fields, not there yet. I think the Bears, if they build this right, I think the Bears and Eagles could go on a crazy run because they're going to have the two best quarterbacks Bears, in the NFC. The, if the Bears were smart, they would just build their offense the exact same way as the, as the Eagles. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, who else is in the NFC? 
no, Dak. Okay, well, I'm concerned about the Cowboys. Uh, Daniel Jones, when you're not really that scared of, you got Aaron Rodgers if he doesn't retire. He's old. Tom Brady. He's not a winner. Tom. Tom. (laughs) Tom Brady looked garbage this year. Uh, Who else? Who else? The Saints. Who no, mm. uh, who, there's no good like uh Detroit sleeper. That's my sleeper for the end. as a team. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, okay, so like, say I like where Detroit's going. So if Detroit figures it out, you potentially have Detroit, the Bears, and the Eagles for the next five years and or San so. Fran. And San Fran. And, oh yeah, San Fran's always going to be there. Yeah. But it's it's it, it's just it's possible. It's an easier road in the yeah. NFC. And I get, and the Detroit's not fully there yet. Yeah, and, and there's Chicago. Chicago so had a while. So it's just the Eagles and the 49ers. So it's not you can't. I say I'll say back, I'll but. say I'll even throw in Cowboys if injuries like for the other team. Sadly. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess I'm not gonna believe into the cow into the Cowboys when they do it. But yeah, you do like something um, about the Cowboys. Always thinking on Cowboy. Yeah, for sure. Um, Chiefs uh, beat the Jags. Mahomes sprained Good his ankle. Too. Yeah, it's gonna. So I'm not gonna say it's gonna suck because like I could never be a Cincy fan, and it has nothing to do with the Browns or anything like that. It's just like I'm a Colts fan, and I'm all like I'm, I'm if I move over, I'm moving over to the Bears. It should be the Cincinnati because I'm in Columbus and they're down the street, and I like Joe Burrow, but it just for some reason it just doesn't sound right to me. But I don't Joe Burrow is a winner. He's a winner. <laughs> He's won everywhere he went. He's a culture changer, and. I, I hate that it's not going to be full go for both teams. Yeah. Because with Mahomes being injured, is Cincy like I'm not gonna say they will, but like is Cincy not just gonna win the game? Like it's more likely they're gonna win the game, especially because they kind of have the Chiefs number in the regular season. Like yeah. even without the injury. So that could be back to back. That could be, I, I mean, that could be back to back Super Bowl appearances for Cincy. And I would give them a really good chance against the Eagles, and I would probably predict them to beat the 49ers. The way that their defense... I don't think they'll beat the 49ers. I just the, think, what their defense just did to the Bills? Yeah, but I think... I, I think Josh... I have The one thing I've, I'll tell you is the two snow games I've seen Josh Allen playing in... Booty cheeks, which is Terrible. crazy because he's in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, booty cheeks. He's had, he's had, he's had primetime snow games and he was not good in it. He won again. No, he lost against the Patriots. Yep. They lost against the Patriots and they lost in this one. So uh Yeah. I think if if weather was better, this is a, this is definitely a different game. I do think it's a different game. But that yeah. That was crazy. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Either way, um, that I just think Chiefs, I think San Francisco. I think San Francisco's defense is just better than Buffalo's and better than Cincinnati. Oh, well, yeah, I would. Agree. I think the I two best defenses in the playoffs are, are, are the Eagles and the Niners. Yeah, they they're still in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, Eagles and Niners. Um, Chiefs but, are a sleeper yeah. defense team, but yeah, especially with Chris Jones. I mean, mm-hmm. when he turned it on, he like Trevor Lawrence didn't stand a chance. Yeah, and uh, Willie Gay too. He's nice. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I think that um, you know, 
shout out to Trevor Lawrence. Shout out to the Jags for, you know, firing Urban Meyer and getting a, 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 a good coach. He's like, a good coach. Uh, an adult. He's an adult. In the room. Yeah, and like, it's crazy because, I, I, like I said, I, I still think Mike Tomlin should win coach of the year, but they're probably going to give it to Dougie because they were three and something last year. And they started off terrible and still made the playoffs, even though the AOC South um, stinks. So, and then, but but they also won a playoff game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I can see. I'm not mad. I mean, at the end of the day, like Doug Peterson probably still is in uh, Philly, if not for Carson. Like Carson Wentz got him fired. And it's sad because it's day. like I, they both. I think they both kind of ruined. Ruined their career in Philly. And Carson Wentz also got Frank Reich fired, who was in Philly at the time with them. So yeah. Carson Wentz is just doing numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I really do feel bad with having a Carson Wentz career because he was actually good. And like that, that one injury kind of just ruined it all. Yeah. I don't know, man. He just – that he is an example – like, I don't say this negatively, right? It's just kind of a statement. He's an example of what happens when you're not mentally tough. Like when you when injuries, the media, teammates, diff, certain not, things like that, just like it, like it takes a lot. Like he he has the talent, and it, it's in his head, and pe- there's a lot of reports about it, uh, about him like rubbing teammates. It's just like I just don't think that he believes in himself. I think it's not I, it's not a negative thing to say that because this is a it's sport. Just, this and that's why they have sports psychologists and things like that. Yeah. I'm not you dogging to, them for it. Yeah, it's you just have, you just have to be because it's a sport where you're in a spotlight and people, especially playing quarterback. Yeah, like have you have it's to. a pressure. It's a pressure thing. So there's nothing wrong with saying that, and I can I can agree. <coughs> I'm not mad yeah. at that. I just it's unfortunate, but it just okay. it is what it is. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, since he beats the Bills, we talked about that. Smacked him. Smacked him. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy <laughs> At the game. end of the day, smacked him. Joe Burrow. <laughs> I'm, uh, glad I, I'm actually glad I missed the missed the uh, time to bet on that one because I wasn't. Immediately went, oh, this is not gonna work. <laughs> Whatever I bet. <clears throat> wow, tragic, but uh. Yeah, I will say, like, I don't know. You know, I don't know what Cincy is in the long term, but what I will say is Joe Burrow's always going to give them a I chance. I think they're going to be a, a contender type of team. As for, for a while. Somebody they're talking about. Like, 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 like what they were in the 2010s. They're yeah. mean they were up there for a minute. And people like to forget that, but... Um, so this is, so I have a question and I don't want to get stuck on it because we have a, a lot of things to talk about. Yeah. So we just named them, right? Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take out Justin Herbert because the Chargers never win, and I know he's probably your least favorite of all of them. Let's go with those five. And I'm going to put it this way. Peyton Manning, Eli Manning-ish, uh, Tom Brady, uh, uh, Drew Brees, um, uh, and Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Aaron Rodgers. They're too. all a little, yeah, true, but they're all a little older than Aaron, and Aaron's a loser. Well, Aaron they came all, out the year or two after. It wasn't that much longer. Okay, so okay, we'll see Aaron <laughs> like like Philip Rivers, so, Eli, and Ben. That's right. They are relatively the yeah, you're, right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I always forget that. Um, it wasn't that so, much longer. Yeah, it just remember Aaron had to wait a year or two. 
Yeah. That's why. So all of those play, all of those quarterbacks were in the league at the same time. Not everyone could win a ring. Philip mm-hmm. Rivers never got one. Nope. Drew Brees got one because of the hurricane, if we're going to be honest. He yep, was they not gave it to one either. They gave him one. Yep. So, coupling it that way, who of these five doesn't win a ring in their career? Um, or six? Well, we can already take someone's not going to win. <coughs> yep. It's so, gonna, okay. So, it's going to be Lamar. Oh, that that I hate to say it, but you're probably right. Gonna be Lamar. I don't think Justin Herbert wins one either. Oh God, no. That's just I think so, there's something over. Like, there's a there's a cloud over the Chargers. But, yeah, um, so do you think since he can realistically? Like, I mean, I I, I just said I, I would take them, if 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 the Cowboys the find a way to win this game, right, with the time left, and then beat Philly, and go to the Super Bowl, so, they could beat the Cincy Dallas. They could beat Dallas. Yeah. I do give Cincy a chance to win the Super Bowl, but I think I there because there's again like Aaron only got one, Philip only got one. I think Cincy might. Philip doesn't have one. No, I, I uh oh Drew, my bad Drew. Yeah. Um, I think Joe might have one and then never see it again. I could see that, and it could be this year. It could so. be this year, yeah. I also think, all right, so I think it might be Lamar, Justin Herbert, just because Justin Herbert might be a tier below, which is crazy because I see Justin Herbert having the type of um, career in the media where it's like Big Ben's, but Big Ben has two. Yeah, he does. Big Ben, I think, I think Big Ben was overlooked in that era because I think Big Ben's better than Eli, but Eli was talked about a lot more. Yeah, I give you that. Mm-hmm. It's just he's matter of fact, Philip Rivers was talked more about Ben, and Ben was better than him. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think Ben got hurt with two things. One, obviously, he's a rapist. Two, we do this thing in sports, and I don't understand it, especially because we don't do it with Tom Brady. Nope. But we do this thing in sports where if you have too much help, they discredit it. Mm-hmm. And we somehow forget that Tom Brady, first had Rob, goal, Rob Gronkowski, the greatest uh, tight end of all time, is Randy Moss, the greatest wide receiver of all time, and they lost. Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. We forget that he had all of these guys on Jared Mayo and all these guys on defense and things like. Literally, someone did this stat, this article where they looked at quarterbacks with the most help, and yeah. Tom Brady had the most help of all quarterbacks. So we. Taking him out the position picture because nobody ever talks about how much help that he got. I think the rapey thing, and that they like to ignore because he had Bill Cower, because he had Troy Polamalu, Hans Ward. He, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. it wasn't Ben. He had the three Bs, but he didn't win with them. But he had the three Bs and like all this kind of stuff. He's like, oh, he had all this help, but it's like you don't say that about nobody else. Yeah, and like, like we like. For like the last four years, everyone that Peyton Peyton Manning has played with has been up for the Hall of Fame. Yep. Peyton, Reggie, Marvin, Dwight Freeney, uh, Robert Mathis, um, Bob Sanders would have been a Hall of Famer if he didn't get injured. Mm-hmm. Like all of these guys are up for the Hall of Fame, and like we don't have that really. Con- so it's just like, yeah, I, I think <coughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know. If I don't know why. I don't know what thing, it is. if it's a steal it like a, a Pittsburgh thing. Or- it's got to be. Because there'd be times like Ben would be there, Ben wouldn't be talked about, but he'd be like third in the league in passing. He'd be like yeah. fourth in the league in touchdowns. Like, but no one was yeah. the most. It, it was weird. It was always weird. But yeah, I he think was... it'd probably be either Josh Allen or uh, 
uh, Lamar that won't get a ring. I think yeah. Justin Herbert. I don't. I don't think Justin man. Herbert will win one just because it's like one of those things. Is like they'll, they're they'll be like the Indiana Pacers. We'll make the playoffs, but that's about it. Yeah, there's something about Josh Allen that I'm not going to take the time to get into now. I don't believe in him. <laughs> like, when, like, <laughs> like, oh god, no, oh, for god. real, for real. He said there's something. He just he like there's something. But do you not? Do you not agree? I, I see what you mean. I believe in him, but I understand what you mean. <laughs> I do. I I do get it. I get it. I just I don't know. Like I believe in his talent. I like like Josh Allen is Dame Lillard. Yeah, he's gonna win. He's gonna make it to the playoffs. He's gonna stay in Buffalo. Allen, he'll he'll get. Is he he'll, ever he'll, really gonna win? He'll win an MVP or two, but that's about yeah. It. Just, yeah. I just I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. He's or he's it, it, it's crazy, or it could just end up one day. It'd be like the bull, uh, the uh, Bills in the nineties. They eventually yeah. sneak in. They eventually do it. They just did it, but then they don't win because they didn't win. No, no, no. They did win. They did win one. They win one. They won one. Kelly has one. John Kelly has one. That's his name, right? I or I forgot who played quarterback for them. Are he you has, sure? He, okay, so so is that separate from then the two or three times that they went and lost in a row? No, no, no. It was that run. It was. I think it was during that run. I, Are you sure he has one? I'm pretty sure they never won one in that run. But went to four straight. But I, I think, think they I lost think, all of I them. Think, I think you're right. I think you're right. Oh, I don't know my football, and I should. All right, hold on, hold on. They don't. No, no, no. They don't. They've never. They've never, they've won. never won one. Okay. They're zero right. and four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, that's miserable. Okay, so um, maybe it's gonna be like that because I was gonna be like, it, that's the Denver Broncos that was like they went, 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 and then finally won. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So anyway, we can get off the NFL. We're gonna take a quick break. 49ers and Cowboys is happening right now, and Dak just tried to throw another interception because he's not serious, <laughs> and that would have been a pick six. Boy, that would have been a pick six. Um, okay, so we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we will get oh, into yikes. our yeah. When we get back, My, we'll get into our tears. We also spent way too much time on other stuff because now we have like forty minutes to get into the tears, and that was supposed to be the highlight of the show. Mm-hmm. We might need to flip this. We might need to talk about the Big Ten first, and then do the other stuff because it's always like, oh, let's just get this stuff out the way, and then we'll get to the Big Ten, and then we never leave enough time. So yeah. we might have to flip this. Yeah, I think we'll flip it from now on. Uh, anyway, we'll, we're gonna be we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Landgrant Homeland's I-70 Football Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with my co-host, Dante. Who's still dying from trying to drink water. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It kills you. <laughs> speaking speaking of drinking water, there's like this weird thing that happens when you're an adult, and and, and it's that you like like certain things make you happy. Oh, I had a water bottle. 
Uh, and this is like that thing sounds solid. Good lord. Yeah, it's solid. And and here's why I got a new water bottle because my fiance keeps stealing mine. Um, Ain't so, that I, I was just like, you they know, take your clothes, take your food, and take your water bottles. Ain't that crazy? I hadn't been uh, drinking as much water because I was I mean, using I these like you. little, like I was drinking these like little, like little, like you know those like, like not the quarter, like the three quarters. You know those like yeah, they're like this. They're like, for, like real little, ones for children, and they're just like though. pencil. They're like pencil thin. Like mm-hmm. they're pretty tall, but they're like pencil. They don't really hold no water, right? Like it's it's barely over a glass of water, but they're supposed to be like insulated, and they always have like the little screw tops that like screw into them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Which I'm being real descriptive with water bottles. Well, she went through a phase where she bought a bunch of those, mm. and I was drinking out of those, but like they ain't got no water in them. Right. So I wasn't really drinking water. So I got me a new water bottle. Um, and this is the stupid shit that you get happy about when you turn fucking 28. Because like, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, let me, you go to Target, grab me a water bottle. Like, I need a new water bottle. So, yeah. Not never thought, never thought I'd be happy. Target sponsor. But here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Um, anyway, so we're going to get into our tiers. Um, this tier, tier one, we're going to, by the time we do this in August, we're going to have names for our tiers because I just don't like the current names that we have. So if you okay. have any ideas for the tiers, listeners, mm, please let, let us know. know. But for this, we're just going to do tier one, tier tier one, tier two, tier three, tier four. Uh, tier one is going to be Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. And that brings us to an interesting conversation before we start. I wanted to have this very quickly on the podcast. Does... Like, how do you define tiers? It's very interesting, right? Because if you define them right, like if you're doing like levels or whatever, you could easily say it's Ohio State, Michigan, pause. Or if you want to put Michigan first, either way, it's Michigan, Ohio State. And then there's a there's a, a stop. And then it's Penn State. And then there's a stop. Yeah. It was Penn State and Wisconsin, but currently it's Penn State. And then there's a stop. And then there's everyone else. Like, Penn State's in a tier of its own, but are they really with Ohio State and Michigan? And the reason why I say that is when's the last time they beat either of them? Which is fair. But looking at Ohio State, Penn State this past season, 11-2 and 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 11-2, Right, and that's why for this, the way that we do this, they're in the tier mm-hmm. technically. They're only the first other of all, team we're only in the Big four Ten. Tiers. Yeah, but they're the only other team in the Big Ten that have double digit wins. Exactly, that is true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. So it's like for the 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 way we're doing this show, they deserve to be in the tier. Yeah. But in the overall concept of the Big Ten, it's like they're kind of really in their own tier. Like they're not on the same tier like Minnesota and them, but they're not really on the tier with Ohio State, and Michigan, because they can't beat them and they haven't beat them in a while. And until they beat them, they give them good games, but that's about it. That's it. <clears throat> so there's a there's a line of demarcation between them, but and this. Again, they're the only team in double digits. There's a crazy drop off after this. So, yeah. Um, just to break it down, what we're gonna do, we're just gonna give our thoughts, games, whatever, kind of however we want to break it down. We're gonna look at the stat leaders. Again, we're trying to get better as a podcast. So this is something that I came up with. We're gonna look at the stat leaders, quarterback, wide receiver, running back. We're gonna look at total offense, total defense. Um, I understand that total offense, total defense is not really the best way to look at um, teams, but I was not pulling up the nitty gritty stats and I'm definitely not using EPA. I don't even know how to find that. I think you have to actually legitimately work 
and things define that. And I just don't care that much, if we're being honest. Total offense and total defense was the standard for a long time, so we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to use stop rate, which is new, but it is my favorite defensive metric. And as a quick reminder... Like, uh, is that getting off the field on third, uh, third down? No, it's in general. Oh, okay. It's any, it's any drive that ends in uh, no points. A turnover, okay, got you, got you, got punt, you, got you, got you. Anything where they don't score... Um, I don't know if missed field goals count, to be completely honest, but I think it might, It's which really wouldn't be on the defense, but it's any drive that doesn't end in points. So punt, turnover on downs, takeaway, um, anything like that. Okay. So it's on. just the percentage of times that people don't score on you. Gotcha. Which is the most simple way to look at defense. How often do you give up points? Fair enough. Um, so... We're going to look at that for all of them as to kind of compare, just give us some things to talk about. But most of this, as this entire show typically is, it's just going to be us talking about things that we liked, disliked, and just kind of remembering the season because that's the fun part before we get into the nitty-gritty of the offseason. This will last four weeks because there's four tiers. By the time it's done, we should be around, if not exactly, in fall camp. So we should have some, hopefully, some news. All the staff should be done that kind of stuff. So it'll, you know, it also helps with getting through the boring part of the off season. January to like March is the boring part of the off season. There's really not much going on. Everyone's just doing their winter workouts and nobody's talking about anything. So Dante, where do you want to start? Do you want to start at the bottom and work our way up? Or do you want to start with Michigan and work our way down? Um, We can start with uh, you forgot to put the Penn State quarterback name. Oh, actually, you <laughs> I forgot, forgot to put all, all the names. names. Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I'm tripping. This was a lot of work in my ain't gonna hold you. Oh, so. I feel it. I feel it. But um, we can start with Penn State and go up. All right, that's that's cool. So, Penn State finished the year uh, eleven and two. They were 7-2 and two in conference, their only losses being to Ohio State and Michigan. They won the Rose Bowl against uh, Utah, which is how they got their 11th win. Um, overall, a pretty good season. But really, okay, so that's not, okay. That's a really good season for Penn no, State. No, they had a really good season. Um yeah, they had a really good season, a, a very good bounce back season. We kind of went into this not really sure how to feel about Penn State. They hadn't looked great the last no. um, couple seasons. They were replacing a defensive coordinator. They were really, really young in a lot of areas. They lost Jahan Dotson to yep. the pros. Um, Sean Clifford was there for the 17th year, and nobody likes him. Dante likes him more than me, but like, who really, really believed in him? A whole lot. And so it's just like, um, we didn't really know how to feel about them. I don't, the one thing I should have done is I should have, um, I should have put the comparison of where we thought they were going to be because we did that last year. So let me pull that up really quickly. Um, but yeah, we were kind of back and forth just behind the curtain. We were kind of back and forth on where we thought uh, they were going to be this year uh, and how many wins and losses that they were going to have. So um, this was a really good season, a really good bounce back season. We're not going to talk much about the future, but this season laid the groundwork where Penn State feels very, very high about where they're going. Um, 
So, do you, I guess, where do you want to start with Penn State? Do you want to talk about the, do you want to start with their freshmen or do you, who kind of led the team and kind of like started this resurgence? Or do you want to start with Sean Clifford playing his millionth season? We can, st- we can start with Sean. Let's start with Sean. Because I think Sean had an actually pretty good season in, uh, Overall, you know, decent numbers and stuff like that. But during certain games, um, he didn't play. They, they played Minnesota, correct? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I don't think he played that game, though. I don't think he got injured this year. Like, not where he missed a game. He did last year, though. I know last year. Okay, true. <laughs> So I know the game against Ohio State, he had a pretty good game. Actually, yep, they actually played pretty well as a whole. They just that that safety, that stupid safety blitz. Like <laughs> I don't think I'll ever forget a play like that. Like it, it was, <laughs> it, it was just you really just didn't have to do it. And I get what they were trying to do. Like you know, they were playing a solid game all game. And it was like let's throw Ohio State off their off their uh off the rocker by throwing a blitz real quick. But it was really unnecessary. But uh, other than that, they had a good game. Um, Same thing with Michigan. They played yeah. Michigan tight. For, uh, they played Ohio State tighter for a little longer. Yeah. But they yeah. played Michigan tight for a half. I believe they were leading at half or at least like – I think it was like points. a – yeah, yeah. It was like – it was really close. I think they had a three-point lead going into the halftime. I think that sounds right. And yeah. then they just kind of lost it. Yeah, I think Michigan just started running the ball. <laughs> Which, well, I mean, we'll get to Michigan, but they yeah. kind of did that to everyone. Yep. Uh, battle of attrition, mm-hmm. they just kind of started laying on people. Yep. Um, yeah, Which so Penn, Penn State Penn State was doing to everybody else. They did it to, I remember they did it to Minnesota. They eventually did it to Illinois, I believe, they played this season. Uh, and yeah. Was, yeah. And um, Michigan State, they, they, they leaned, leaned on them. It was a good year. And I think Sean Clifford had a pretty decent year. Uh, almost 3,000 yards passing, which isn't bad. 24, 24 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I I expected him to actually have more interceptions, <laughs> actually, and I thought he had more than seven. So, I, I not a bad season. Yeah, not I a think, great season. No one's saying yeah. great, but it wasn't a bad season. I think the thing wins. with John Clifford and some of the other quarterbacks in the Big Ten is they're just – they're okay. Yeah. But it's like to 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 reach the level that you want to reach, you need like, you know. But but it's it's crazy though because you'll have the ACC and they'll have these quarterbacks who like they'll have three, four, five quarterbacks who are throwing for thirty five hundred yards. But, the but then ACC, when they play Penn State, they lose. Yeah. So it's like it's not just built on you know quarterback stats and yeah. things like that. But these guys really aren't kind of dynamic when it matters. And I think the Big Ten as a style of football all around is different than the ACC. The ACC is a more um, fast-paced, throw-the-ball kind of conference. For sure. Whereas in the Big Ten, there's hard nose and you kind of have to be since it's cold almost everywhere where you're playing. I think actually everywhere you're playing in the Big Ten yeah. is going to be cold. So, Until USC and UCLA come in. True. True. Oh so, boy, getting that USC UCLA game in November. Oh, whoever gets gonna, that, they're gonna love that, and they're probably gonna lose that game <laughs> <laughs> because they're gonna be so like you know relaxed at the fact that you know it's probably seventy degrees instead of thirty. I would lose that game because I'd be on the beach, but somebody. Know, that's, that's what I'm saying. Me. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they're going to Cali. They got all the fake girls. 
<laughs> and I'm not saying that like fake bodies, like they, you know. So you know, kids get stupid. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gonna, especially yeah, if it's so, like somebody like I think Wisconsin probably loses their game, something like that. Like people like that. I don't think Ohio State will. Michigan yeah, definitely will. Not. I can see that for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so we both had them at eight and four. So they definitely exceeded our expectations. Um, two extra games. Who did we have them losing to? So I had them losing to oh, I had them losing three straight. I had them losing to uh Michigan, Minnesota, and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I had the high. same thing. Nope, you had them beating Michigan and losing to Auburn. True. Uh, and then we both had them losing to Michigan State because somehow we were high on Michigan State. No, I think I think I wasn't high. I wasn't high on Michigan State. I was just low on Penn State winning that game because there's, yeah. it's a game that they'll be stupid enough to lose because they lost a few games. But yeah. since they only lost those those two games, it made sense that they ended up like spanking them. And I mean, Michigan State was just booty this year. Just also just, true, and real bad on defense, like real very, bad very, defense. very bad. So okay, so you already you already did Sean Clifford stats. Um, we can go ahead and transition to the to the freshman a little bit because this yeah. next player is a freshman. Uh, I don't want to look at this. I don't want to look at the year. I can just tell you that this is the first time Penn State's had a thousand yard rusher since um, Saquon Barkley. Which oh, yeah, shouldn't be yeah. happening at Michigan, um, and he—I mean, he was barely over a thousand, but they also kind of had a two-back system, so it's still yeah. good. Um, Nick Singleton TDs ain't bad too, not at all. Um, Nick Singleton, five-star freshman running back out of wherever the hell he came from, uh, came in and rushed for one thousand sixty-one yards. 12 touchdowns, uh, average 6.8 yards per carry. They kind of like, I hate using this, this, this comparison, but it's, it's just the best comparison. They kind of had a, a USC Reggie Bush and um, yeah. What's the other guy's name? Lindell white kind of yep. style. Um, obviously Nick Singleton is not um, Reggie and the other guy, Katron Allen. No, that's the guy that transferred. What is the other freshman's name? I really should have pulled up the roster. Um, <laughs> I do so much of this off of memory because I do tend to remember a lot of this stuff because I'm a right. sicko, and then I forget like certain things. Um, who is this other freshman? Kayvon Lee. Uh, Kayvon Lee is oh, not. Um, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I, I yeah. So they had the, a kind of good two back system. Nick Singleton's kind of the faster, shiftier guy. Kayvon Lee is kind of the more um, kind of head to the wall kind of uh, a guy. So they have a, a really good system. But um, part of the reason that Penn State hadn't been good uh, is because they couldn't run the ball. Yep. And I wasn't going to predict that they were going to be able to run the ball because we hadn't seen them run the ball. So uh, why would I predict that they were going to do it if they hadn't done it in like since Especially in a thousand yard rusher. Yeah. But that is the, you know, they went out and they got five-star freshmen because they're able to do that because they're Penn State. And he was a hit immediately. Um, Right. And so, oh, wait, what did I say? Kayvon Lee? Is that what I said? Yeah. I was right the first time, and I actually did know his name. Katron Allen is the freshman. 
Kayvon Lee is the senior or junior, whoever, who was their starting running back the last two years, who was booty, and oh, he's in the transfer portal. I, I should have trusted myself. I did have his name right. Where are you, Katron, Where are you transferring to, sir? <laughs> who knows? Katron Allen is the other freshman. He rushed for 867 yards and 10 touchdowns. So, so between the two freshman running backs, almost they had yards 1,900 and... yards and 22 touchdowns. Yeah, that's not bad. So as, a, as an offense. That's a, that's a, that's a 10 win season. That's an 11 win yeah, season. As an offense, that's 46 touchdowns. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Between yeah, between the running backs and the quarter, yeah. So, yeah. um, that's that's pretty solid. Um, having two freshmen almost hit a thousand yards is is, is really good. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that especially is, for uh, a team we didn't think could run the ball, and like we should have been prepared. I think that offensive line was kept being reminded that they couldn't run the ball the past few years. Yeah, I still don't think they were that good, but their tackle stud. Yeah. yeah. Uh he I, we talked about it before. He was going to be the number 1 tackle in the draft, but he's like literally 18 or 19 and he was like, "Nah, fam. I'm going to go back to school for a year." Uh which is fine. Yeah. Uh typically that doesn't work out for most players, but he's like he's, 19. He's, he's 19. His, so it's, yeah, it's, it's like I, I wouldn't want to be in the NFL at 19. I can't believe they let that happen in basketball. And that's why I'm not I'm I'm I, I, kids be acting in basketball listen, when they come into the league at yeah, 19. Not, mentally it, it I get it, but deep, some of these players do be NBA ready for real. For like sure, they for do. sure, for they sure, do. for sure. I mean, Jason Tatum, baller. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even I mean, I mean, even Lamelo was hooping as soon as he came in. Um, uh, freaking, uh, uh, who's the rookie this year? Either way, it don't matter. Uh, a lot Pop, of, a lot Pablo. Of, yeah, a lot of these dudes, they be they be ready, they be hooping. Yeah. So, um, real big with the running game. Their biggest flaw was in their wide receiver core. Uh, Parker Washington, number one wide receiver, 611 yards, two touchdowns, nothing special. That's going to have to be fixed next year for them. Uh, They were 34th in the country in offense is respectable, 17th in total defense, which is even better, and they were fifth in stop rate. And stop rate is, again, the better metric in my opinion. Their defense was balling. Now, like I said – we're not going to talk too much about next year until we get to that point, but they are losing a lot of people on that defense, so that's something to think about. But yeah, I mean, eleven and two, and you, they're getting a new played, quarterback as well, right? Because yeah, yep. done now. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. you, eleven and two, you played Ohio State and Michigan close for a while. You beat up on everybody else. You you separated yourself as the class of the Big Ten. You put yourself in this tier. And as your coach said a couple years ago, the difference between uh, good and great is harder than the difference between okay and good. That's not exactly what he said, but um, no, the difference between great and excellent. Either way, I I don't remember how he said it, so I'm gonna make it my own. The difference <laughs> between great and excellent is hot is harder than the difference between good and great. So right now, I would say that they're a great program. They're a great team. They have a great history. They're going to beat 80 to 90% of everyone in the country, including SEC teams. I don't give a fuck what y'all have to say, but they're not excellent. Depends on the SEC team, but yeah. They're not excellent. They're not Ohio State. They're not Michigan. They're not Georgia. They're not Bama. And that's the level that they're trying to get to. So they have some things to work on. But I think good year. Great year. Yeah. 11-2, Rose Bowl win. What can you complain about? 
Um, all right, so let's move on to Ohio State. Ohio State, great year. Um, Ohio State fans are just never going to be happy, myself included. I'm not nearly as sick as some of them are, but, but it is a great year. Are, but compared, we to are the Alabama, Georgias, so it's kind of like uh, you know, it, it it was a great year, but compared to expectations, it yeah, it kind of fell a little short. Yeah. So Ohio State loses to Michigan second year in a row, loses the Big Ten second year in a row, uh, ends the year eleven and two, eight and one. They make the playoffs. Um, they are literally a field goal kick away from making the national championship, and they won the national championship. Right, but that does not matter. Um, from winning it again, they would have won if they played TCU. Um, yeah, so they. Uh, I mean, just kind of heartbreaking because they went toe-to-toe with what people think is the best team in the country. And this is what I'm going to say. Georgia is not Bama. I know they won back-to-back, but there are more flaws in this team than there were in Bama's run. And I don't go into next season just like I didn't go into this season thinking that Georgia's invincible. There were some years where Bama felt invincible. Um, Georgia should have got got. And if we're going to talk about it, Ohio State lost that game by one point, and their best wide receiver was concussed, and they didn't get the penalty that they should have because I was targeting. They didn't get the penalty that would have gave them a touchdown. Their best tight end got injured. Their best wide, their original best wide receiver didn't play all season. And their best running best back of- didn't play in the game. Their the running back who did play was hobbled, and they That's were within the thing, one point of Georgia. That's I know, the thing, I know though, about winning championships. There's a lot of luck. There's a lot yes. of luck that goes into winning a championship. Like Georgia's best wide receiver missing almost the whole season, but then coming being healthy for the championship for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That shit just there's happens. A, there's just a lot of luck that goes into it. That that it just yeah. it just happens. So, but uh, all overall, good year. Yeah. Um, and for me as a fan, the thing that I couldn't have is we go and get blown out by Georgia. Right. I just couldn't I have that. And so this keeps me in the mindset of we have some things to work on, yes, but we are still in the upper echelon. We should still be mentioned with Alabama, Georgia. Like, we should still be mentioned over Texas and USC currently. Like, right, like, we're still in that True. tier. We're yeah. Essentially, we're, I think we're Penn State and the national. It's... Georgia, Alabama, break, Ohio State, break, everyone else. Maybe you put Michigan in there as the last two say, years. For, Ohio for the State, past Michigan, years. break, everyone else. Because if we're going off of last year, it's uh, – Right. Yeah. Right. So and, – and like the national conversation. Mm-hmm. So like we're the Penn State of that kind of like we're better than everyone else. Michigan has brought their way to that level. Uh, but, you know, whatever. So – Overall, good year. Uh, CJ Stroud, excellent again. Uh, two-time Heisman finisher, um, three thousand three hundred forty yards, thirty-seven touchdowns, six interceptions, sixty-six completion percentage. Just excellent. One of the best quarterbacks in the country. Uh, one of the best quarterbacks in Ohio State history. And they're doing the racist thing in the NFL draft. So love that for him. Um, maybe it works out because he doesn't get to the freaking. Uh, Texans or whatever, but like you can't tell me that Will Levis is better than him. Um, running back kind of 
I think it depends on scheme and stuff, but yeah, I I don't. I hope he doesn't fall. I hope he doesn't go to the Texans because like I just I don't think the Texans want to be a good franchise. No, they don't. Um, and that you can tell with the two one year rental as coaches. Um, (laughs) they just non serious franchise. Um, running back, Mayan Williams, 817 yards, 13 touchdowns, six and a half yards per carry. Solid, but like, he had, he was, it's really good. He was injured. That's a, like, he might have been a thousand yard rusher himself. But with 13 touchdowns, that's not bad at all for someone I think missed two games, two or three games. Yeah. And, and then they, some of them count as games played, but he got hurt and then and didn't play yeah, the rest. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it, he had a solid year. That's, that's pretty good. What, he's a junior next year, correct? Yes. Yep. yep. And he came back. He's, well, no, he's technically, he's a senior. He was at draft oh. eligible this year. People thought he was going to go to the draft. I didn't know transfer. he was. Yeah. So, so this is their, technically their backup running back. Right. The guy you're thinking about, is a junior next year. Okay. But he he was more injured than Mayan was, so he has even less games played. Travion Henderson only played in eight games where Mayan played in 10. Travion Henderson rushed for 571 yards and six touchdowns at 5.3 yards per carry. Um, he like, yeah, so it just, he only played eight games. So, um, yeah, so I mean it's pretty solid still, um, especially with the injuries. Ohio State was hurt with hit with injuries all year. Yeah, um, Marvin Harrison injuries on the defense. And, yeah, and and, Mar- and Marvin Harrison got an injury. Yeah, yeah, especially in the game where they didn't call it, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> Marvin Harrison Jr. Uh, one thousand one hundred fifty-seven yards, twelve touchdowns, sixteen point one yards per catch. He's the best wide receiver in the country. I don't, I can't explain why he didn't win the Belichick Award, and I don't even, I don't even want to pretend to try, except that the people who vote don't understand football. They never have, they never will, and so they're always going to get things wrong, these things wrong, and ultimately, this is why you don't. Like it's college, so it's not tied to like contracts and things like that, but it is in the NFL. And this is why you don't tie things to media voted awards because they're stupid. Yeah, that's fair. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, Ohio State finished number nine total offense, number 14 in total defense, which is a major increase from where they were last year. Yeah, and they is. were 10th in stop rate. Ohio State was top five in stop rate all year, but they had. They their defense they ran into two folded yep. at the end against Michigan and Georgia, and so mm-hmm. that kind of dropped it. But you watch those games where they give up a lot of points and they still end at ten. That shows what the defense was, and that shows progress. And that's really what it's about, right? Ohio State enters this year um, with an entirely new defensive staff, except for the defensive line coach Larry Johnson. No one fires him. Jim knows they they stole from Oklahoma State. Um, they hired uh, Perry Eliano from Cincinnati, and right. then they took Tim Walton, who needs to be fired. They took him from <laughs> some, somewhere in the NFL. Totally new defensive staff, totally new defense. Um, he already needs to be fired after one absolutely, year. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. Um, uh, totally new defense, a much harder defense at that. Uh, and there was marketed improvement. And I think when you do new things, right, 
But when it gets tough, sometimes you revert to the old. And I think that's kind of what happened at the end of the season. But it gives confidence. And I honestly think it should be a little scary for teams going into year two. Because it's like if he can make this improvement in year one, what is he going to do in year two, especially when almost all of these players come back? That's a future conversation that we're not going to get into. But I think that while their defense wasn't perfect, it wasn't great all year long, that they were closer to the level of what Ohio State needed. Um, and except for one or two plays, they were good enough to have beat Georgia. Like the long touchdown that they gave up, it's just a matter of the roster. The guy who gave up that touchdown, and I've been saying this for years, he was one of the best players on our team all year, yeah. on our defense all year. He cannot play in man coverage. That is his biggest flaw. And man coverage is, is really difficult, man. It's really difficult, especially for a true safety. He's not a corner. He shouldn't have been put out, put out on an island. He tripped. Yeah. Easy touchdown. That changed the game. So, um, overall, good season. You, losing to Michigan, and especially the way that they did, you can't do that. That was yeah, that, give... that honestly might be the only flaw on the season because even losing to them is fine, but to lose where it looks like you gave up, like we we mentioned before or a few weeks ago, or maybe a couple months ago. Now. But, uh, yeah, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it it that's still that's the one stain. That's the one thing I'm very concerned about, and even when it comes to the coaching part, because it's like it 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 just didn't look good. It it they, you could have lost that game where if they didn't even give up those last two touchdowns, you were still going to lose the game regardless, and that would have been fine. But those last two touchdowns was just that, that's the only thing that's that's worrisome is that again when push comes to shove, will you are you going to fold? Yeah, and you know so we'll see. That's a that's a future conversation. But overall, a lot of good things, um, especially dealing with a lot of what they dealt with. I mean, they played with like five or six running backs, multiple of them walk ons. They played with at least three walk ons or former walk ons. So it's just like, I oh yeah, great, absolutely great for them. But it's just like. That's just how the entries were. That's just how the this this season kind of went. So, um, it's really I'm really excited to talk about Ohio State this off season when we get to it because new quarterback, second year of the defense, um, third year of, of certain players, but there's also big questions with the offensive line. So, uh, there's going to be a lot to talk about with them. But um, I don't, I don't know that I have anything else to say about them. This uh, essentially they met their standard except for the Michigan game. Yeah. Um, I will not say that they redeemed themselves against Georgia because – No, you have to redeem yourself fan. against Michigan. You can't, yeah, you can't yeah. redeem yourself against someone yeah. else. Like, that's not yeah. how it works. So Because, again, it just makes me feel like, okay, you're tough against everyone else until it's them. Right, and, and that's a problem. So mm-hmm. um, that is what it is. Uh, do you have any – Final uh, like, there. like you said, I total defense being fourteen is it's a great improvement because I think they were like top twenty, they were, or top thirty last year. They were like twenty five or something like that. No, total they defense. were they were no higher than thirty. I think they were mid to late thirties or forties. Oh, oh, okay. So that that's even more impressive uh, jump than I thought because <laughs> I thought they were like twenty five, twenty seven. Okay, so yeah, fourteen is. Amazing. And yeah. Then, so, so 
total offense being ninth is actually a little uh, lower on the number than I thought. I, I think what they might be like we uh, I thought they might be like sixth or something like that because they 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 moved the ball. They 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 moved the yeah. ball to score. So I thought they might be a little higher than that. But and it, total offense is like a is a weird off. Choosing yeah. which offensive stats you want is weird because if you use points per game, I think they're one or two. Two, yeah, no, I give you that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but it great year. Uh, you got a great um, what was it? He was a uh, freshman, Harrison Junior, right? Uh, second year, sophomore. Second year, so. But this sophomore. is his first first year of you know being the man. Yeah. Okay, so stepped up to the plate there. CJ Stroud, like you said, had a great year. Um, I didn't like. I didn't like what he said about uh his legacy isn't tarnished because he's never beat Michigan. Don't like that. But <laughs> because it's like that's your whole that's the whole thing though. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at Ohio State. Like that, yeah, like that. It's, it's the whole it's a there's a thing. There's a culture there. And you, you decided to be a part of that. So that I don't like that, but I guess now that you're done, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Wait, uh, Ohio State was number two in points per game. By the makes way, makes sense. That makes sense. Who the hell was um, number one? Tennessee. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 They um, score. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I I agree a hundred percent. And uh, that's the thing, man, with CJ Stroud, it's just like you look at it positively, negatively. It's great for him as a it's person almost, in yeah. his life. It's almost a reflection of, of Ryan Day. No, no, no. I, I don't think it is that at all because really? the other quarterbacks weren't like that. I think it's a reflection of his life. So, like, again, I, I hate I'll getting too personal with these people like I know him. But, like, when you grow up and your dad gets 30 years when you're 13 and you have to grind your way through all these camps and you're almost homeless and all these other kind of stuff, like, do you really care about a loss? Like, you have so much life and perspective and you beat you so many odds to get to where you're at. It's just like, it's a football game. Yeah. And yeah, and that's good that. for his life and career after football. Kind of reminds me of Andrew Luck without all of the, you know, the trauma and that kind of stuff. Because Andrew Luck did not have that. He grew up rich. But that, yeah. like, I'm fine outside of football. I have other things. Um, that can be Which positive. Crazy. I need to send you a video about Andrew Luck. Actually, he was not. <laughs> he was not. Fine outside of football before until he retired. But oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh no, I I watched. I read a I read an article where some dude followed him for a while, and Andrew yeah. was going through it. Through it, yeah, Andrew bro. needed he he yeah. needed to quit. Football. He took yeah he took the architecture uh, mindset of playing a quarterback and put it to his entire life, and that yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, I read that same article. That, I was like, oh Crazy. poor man, like I get it now. I get uh, he it. was I'm very happy. unhappy. Yeah, he was. Mm-mm, I get it, but yeah. uh, yeah, I I I see what you mean. It's just as a like for you know as an Ohio State player, it just it it, it will it it's gonna rub you. It's gonna rub people the wrong way, and I I don't blame them for not caring. It's just you know your your you legacy know. is tied to that. No matter, a hundred percent. It may not be how you view yourself and how you yeah, you know, but it it is your Ohio it, State career will have yeah. that dark shadow. Ultimately, oh, and two against Michigan, and you didn't win the Big Ten. Like, yeah, yeah, there's going to so, be that dark battle. Uh, speaking of Michigan, let's switch over to Michigan. Um, Thirteen and one, nine and zero in conference. Here's the thing I want to start with with them before we congratulate them and all the things, and we talk about them losing to the uh, TCU. I want to talk about the quarterback. Okay. Okay. 
look at the stats. I'm and then look at Sean Clifford's stats. I did. I did that. I did. It's not. <sighs> it's it's so it's very close. It's extremely close. Two touchdowns. He it, one has two more touchdowns, but also has two more interceptions. It's just it's so. Here's the thing, right? As and I want to be fair to this. Mm-hmm. Michigan under Jim Harbaugh is always going to be run first. That's what I'm, I was going to say. That I was so the, that. it's not entirely the worst thing, but when oh. you look at what Penn State didn't accomplish mm-hmm. under Sean Clifford and why they're so excited for the new quarterback, they couldn't win the big games. Now under McCarthy, they won one of the big games because they beat Ohio State. And he was integral to that. So I'm not going to put that on him entirely. But what I'm saying is he's a former five-star quarterback. Mm -hmm. He's supposed to be, if you listen to people, he's supposed to be a a potential high pick next year. Mm -hmm. He is used as long as well as Caleb Williams and some of these other quarterbacks to say, and they say this every single year, but he's mentioned as in, hey, the 2024 quarterback class is going to be better than 2023. You have McCarthy, you have these other guys five-star talent he was supposed to make all these things and then you see it and you finally give him the control and it's just like he was sean clifford yeah but my thing is i don't want my quarterback to be sean clifford and now my thing is it's like we're not going to talk about next year so i'm not even going to give that opinion but again he is he is he, he is the starting quarterback for a team who had two really good running that is that, and that's fair. That is fair, really and that's why I said I wanted to be a little because we understand. Yeah, especially when the offense is predicated around that run game to get almost three thousand yards, twenty-two touchdowns, and only throw five picks. I promise you, just like with with Clifford, I thought he threw more picks. I didn't. He does not. The one thing I will give him, he does not throw. Not turn the ball. He doesn't. He does not. He does not turn the ball over. I I will always. And I think. And I think that might be the most important part about being a quarterback. If it's not not the most important, it's close. It's close, and I I I like that. If you can get me thirteen and one and almost winning a championship with three two thousand seven hundred yards and twenty two touchdowns and only five picks. You could get drafted doing that because then it's like at least okay you're not flashy but you definitely won't lose this game. Yeah, but the, so here's where the problem. It's like with Dak, Dak's flashy, but he'll lose you a game. Yeah, but here's where the problem comes in. Mm-hmm. You don't win games either. And uh, he won the Ohio State game. I will always give him that. I'm not gonna take that away. I, I always have they to. They almost won the TCU game of, too. It was coming not back. because of him. He did not play well against TCU. He no, he lost. didn't. I think oh, I hate to say this. Let me. I'm. I'm not even. I gonna think give they overlooked TCU. I'm just. Gonna, I do I'm, I'm not. I'm just. I'm not even gonna give you my opinion. I'm just gonna ask. Same team, same scenario. Sean Clifford as quarterback. Does Michigan beat TCU? No. I disagree. Okay. No. Sean, think about it. You just you just talked about how Sean Clifford played in big games, how he played against Ohio State. You remember the Purdue game winning drive at the beginning of the yeah, season. The reason why I think I say, Sean Clifford the wins reason that game. Why, the reason why I say he also was, doesn't throw two pick sixes. By the yeah. way, he throws one. Ah, uh, uh, actually, I'm not even going to pretend I like Sean Clifford. He might, but he don't throw two. He I think one. I think I Michigan wins that game if Sean Clifford's their quarterback. And y'all mm-hmm. know how I feel about Sean Clifford. I think TCU still puts up points. 
on Michigan's defense like it did. Regardless. But putting up points, but part of those points is two pick sixes. I know, but I said he throws one. <laughs> so all TCU has, needs one extra touchdown, which I think they could do. I don't know. I think they win the game with Sean Clifford. And and so it's it's hard. Like, I'm not impressed. And I think he'll we'll have a better year this. next year. That's why I was like, he, I didn't want to really say that. But I do yeah. think he'll. And I so, actually, this article just came out, and I wrote this, and I said it. He should go into the season as the best quarterback in the Big Ten. He should enough. be expected to be a Heisman finalist. He should be all of these things. I don't know about I that. I don't know that I believe how, that he can they do run. that, though. I, I, I don't think he should be a Heisman finalist because of how they run their offense. That's fair. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I, he, I don't think he's always going to have enough stats because of how they run their offense to get – be considered, you know, award. See, but like here's that. the here's unless, the thing with that. Unless Jim Harbaugh like, was the unless coach for, when, the only reason, the only thing I could say, like it, it'd be different, is if he starts off like hot as hell, and then they change their uh their scheme on offense. Well, the thing, the thing is, Jim Harbaugh was the coach with Andrew Luck, and Andrew Luck was a Heisman finalist, so he has it in him. If the quarterback is, and I, I, I know he's not Andrew Luck. What no. I'm saying is, Jim Andrew Harbaugh Luck has a Hall it. Of and, Famer, I swear to God. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, yeah. so, I don't even want to get into that because comparing people to Andrew Luck and these guys, that's just not even fair. Um, so that and that wasn't my intention. Just more yeah. that Jim can change his offense if he. Yeah, really that's what I'm saying. Him. I was like, that's what I was like. I feel like if McCarthy starts out high and he looks like it, like he's he's handling himself, I do think they'll probably go more to passing than running. And in that game, and then there'll be certain games where you'd be like, "Oh, they're gonna run this ball," and that's what, like how Mich- uh, Michigan State did two years ago, and it was like they threw the ball, and then one uh, one game, I think it was Michigan, they they ran the ball a lot, and then it was in, in big moments they threw it, but <laughs> to get back in that game, they ran the ball. Yeah. <coughs> so, um, I just I'm not not super impressed with McCarthy. Um. We'll see again. We're not talking about the future. We'll see what the future holds. I wouldn't say but, super impressed, but I think it was an impressive year for a type yeah. of offense. They're running, but what Chrome had fourteen hundred yards, and the other one probably had what seven, eight, seven, eight hundred yards. Yeah, I think he had more than that. I'll get to that in a second. Probably. The thing, the thing that, and then, okay, so this is the thing that I'll say, and I know that this is not entirely fair. Because you can only really talk about what they did. You also got to remember that Michigan had a crazy easy schedule and yeah. didn't play anyone all year. And I don't think he did anything this year except Ohio State. Just except mm-hmm. Ohio State, where mm-hmm. I felt like he would have won the game if they needed him to. And the only game that they needed him to win, he lost. Yeah. And I just no, think I think he, I think he played well against Penn, Penn State, too. I have to go back and watch. Mm, that was the running game. I, was, I mean, that was the running game. Picked that, picked that up. I don't think yeah. like so. Regardless, like I don't want to shit on the kid too much. He's he's just not really my style of quarterback, and I think Fair that enough. I, I he, don't think he's flashy, but I think he can. I think he could be good enough. To I think he wants to be flashy, and he's just not that good. Oh, you don't need to do that. Like you when you hear him talk and the things that he says, I think he thinks that he's better than he is. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, but, like. Uh, Playoff off. stuff, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. When he waved off Ohio State, when they oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so Quorum, uh, one thousand four hundred sixty-three yards, eighteen touchdowns, and he missed games. Fucking yeah. ridiculous. Um, 
Donovan Edwards, 991 yards and seven touchdowns. Just only seven? Yeah. I mean, That's Blake Corum had 18. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's just like, like he, oh, yeah, more than seven. Yo, um, yeah. I hope you make a Lakers, uh, for real Lakers bet because this is nuts. Or at least you you bet on Anthony Simons going for 30. I, I didn't. I didn't. He I didn't bet the Lakers. Oh, my God. I just said he wasn't going to get 20. Oh, my God. I might have won something. All right. Anyway, um, they Michigan's, <laughs> Michigan's biggest problem last year and for the past couple of years, they just don't have a wide receiver. Their best yeah. wide receiver, Ronnie Bell, 889 yards, four touchdowns, nothing to write home about. No. You don't, like It's 2023 and you don't have a wide receiver in the 1,000 yards. It's just, eh. Man, like it's just, and 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 it would be different if you like he was eight, he was eight hundred, and another dude was seven fifty, and another dude was seven. It's like you're getting the yards, just not one guy standing out. But like again, that's but, not what happened either. Like, but again, Corn got fourteen hundred. So <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But again, you know, whatever. it's like we don't need we right now. We didn't really need a thousand yard receiver. I, I would argue that you always need one, but you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it worked. I mean, thirteen and one, you can't complain. Okay. So, like that's how I was. Um, like, we were thirteen and one. Yeah. So, number twenty-four in total offense, number Makes six sense. in total defense, also and sense. third in stop rate. Who was second? I know who's first. It's got to be Georgia. Who no, was Iowa was first. Georgia was second. Bruh. Iowa defensive players should be hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Just human, like, bro, I can't score more than eighteen points. Like, absolutely, Georgia. And they had to, um, to do it at the end of the year. Like, we'll put up, 21, yeah. we'll put 27, 28. Like, fuck y'all. Like, <laughs> Michigan stopped people on seventy-seven percent of drives. That's that's amazing. Yeah, that's that's, that's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and if Ben uh, is at seventy six, oh my gosh! That's I'd have to I'd have to pull it up. Was it was it a Big Ten team? The Big Ten was all over this. So, I believe Big it. Ten, I believe five. it. Five. I bet you Iowa uh, Illinois about, was four. Illinois. Was I was about four. to say I bet you Illinois was like probably fifteen four. <laughs> yeah, they were four. <laughs> Illinois. Uh, their their defense was legit all year yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, um, the Big Ten had one, three, four, five, ten. Yeah, crazy. Nice. And a part of that could be uh, like I do hear the argument that some people make that a part of it is the offenses that they play against and things like that. A lot of the offenses. I do hear that, but not a lot of these defenses like also show up when they play other teams. So it's oh, like, yeah, part yeah. of the part of the problem the offense is bad is because they have to play these defenses too like mm-hmm. it's kind of like what came first the chicken or the egg are the offenses bad because the defense are good or the defense is good because the offense are bad a little bit no, of both i seen... sprinkle in some weather you know yeah because i don't know because north i've seen northwestern keep a team under 21 and i i there's no way i believe northwestern has a good defense yeah, <laughs> so because <laughs> um, like I'll get I'll tell you this Iowa's offense is just bad. It has no, nothing I, to do with other people's defense. Yeah, Iowa's offense bad. is piss poor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, okay, so Michigan. Before we, as we wrap up, back to back Big Ten titles, back to back wins against Ohio State. 
the back only question back to back playoff appearances. Back-to-back playoff appearances. The only question is, what is their ceiling? Like, like it, it's Eight. you feel like you beat Ohio State back to back, you go to the playoffs back to back, but you get blown out by Georgia, and then you lose to TCU, who everyone has you beat, have you beating. Right? Can you continue it? Like, we don't have to go far into it, but is Michigan going to win a national championship under Jim Harbaugh? Like, that's there's nothing else for them to do. I do, and think so it's the possible. question is, do they continue or do they regress to where they were and right. get lapped by Penn State? And and re, and you know, so it's it's very interesting the future I, of what Michigan's going to be. I do believe it's possible. I, I I truly do. I think, especially since the past two years of how Jim Harbaugh has been coaching, I truly do believe it's possible. Will it happen? But I I think it's a, if it happened, I wouldn't be like, holy Michigan won a championship. You'd be like, okay, finally. Yeah, I just I oh don't know, man. the TCU thing is kind of coloring some things for me because it's like I think TCU I think, is the team you should have beat. You should have been, but I think, I, think we, offense, I think we underestimate like, how good TCU actually. Is. I didn't. I said TCU could win. Like, okay, yeah, I, I, but, I, I, I did. I underestimated how good TCU was. But the reason why I say it, it has me questioning things is this. TCU is the team you should have beat. I yeah. think Michigan. I do think the country is becoming defense, more parity, though. So there's that that's, as well. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But until it becomes even more parody, I don't know that Michigan beats Alabama. I don't know that they beat Georgia. And I don't think if they would have played a – what would have been a third time, but a second time that they would have beat Ohio State again I, I, with I, a month for I, Ohio State to prepare. Right? That one like, I still don't know. I don't know. The Ohio State know. that showed up against Georgia is beating Michigan. Yeah, but I think the Michigan that showed up against Ohio State shows up against Ohio State again. I think I do think I don't think Michigan was up for the task. Like I like they were ready for the game, but they also kind of took TCU a little So bit. I'm gonna tell that. you why I disagree. I I hear you, but I'm gonna tell you why I disagree. I think that Mich it took Ohio State longer to get to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that this is going to be the case this year, but I think in the playoffs, I think Michigan would have underestimated Ohio State too. The way mm-hmm. that they were talking, the way the things that JJ was saying, because even with the possibility of Ohio State, they're like, yeah, get them. We're going to own them. I, I, I don't think that they would have taken them serious either. And I think, I think Ohio they State would have went out, but they wanted it because they thought it was an easy victory. Mm-hmm. And I say that because of the things that they were saying in the media. And how they were acting about the game, I don't think they beat Ohio State. And that's, but that's also why I think that's why they ended up losing to TCU because because they were just so worried about if we get the Ohio State game, if we get the Ohio State game. Okay. I just, yeah, I think that they whatever was going on in their team this year, they wouldn't have taken a rematch against Ohio State seriously, and they definitely didn't take TCU serious. No, no, they were. So, uh, oops, they were. Uh, they're too busy worried about Ohio State and if they'll play yeah. that rematch, which was funny because it was like, "Are you sure Ohio State beats oh yeah, like Georgia?" That's all like, and that's an interesting thing for the future because, you know, as we'll get into later on, I have a question about their leadership mm-hmm. because they lost; they're losing a lot of their leaders. I put that in my article that dropped. We said that we took that last year too, too, though. I I don't think so. I think I, I think I did. They, they, were they losing, lost they were their main leader and Aiden Hutchinson. They didn't lose the leadership because they had a lot of older guys in I, general. I, I a think, lot of those 
I do think these past two years, I, yeah, but I think these past two years might still produce a leader to take over the next year. And again, Jim Harbaugh is a great college coach. Good NFL coach, great college coach. So I still think there's that factor as well. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, I think that college even more than the NFL and the leadership of the team matters. And oh, yeah, because we're – because yeah, I'm not – like, if J.J. is the largest voice in the locker room, I'd be a little concerned. And for the past two years, he wasn't the largest voice in the locker room. So that's uh, – but, I mean, they have – I don't want to stumble. They got defensive players where I think will they, probably be more of the def- the the speakers of the leadership. I, I think that they lost all the guys that you're thinking about. But no, nah, I think because like, they still had just, there was a few young guys on that defense that played with them. Yeah, but I think like you remember sports. How often are your young guys the leaders? It de- it depends on like I I get what you mean, but I when I say young, like they're about to be juniors type of thing, or they're about. I don't remember. And then, I, again, I, don't, I think they're, I think they're about to be well. junior. I think they're, they're players who are about to be juniors who play a lot are on offense. Their defense was old and really young. Like, mm-hmm. they're, one of their best returning players that's coming this year is going to be a sophomore. a sophomore. He was a, yeah. he was a freshman last year that played a lot. Um, either way, that's a conversation for, like the, yeah, that's like a conversation for the offseason where we can actually look at the roster yeah, and get the course, magazines right, right. and that kind of stuff. It's just, right, right, right. I didn't like the way the year ended for them and the, the no. way that they talked no. and, and the thing. It just, it gave me, it, like that wouldn't have, honestly. Yeah, that wouldn't have happened if Aiden Hutchinson was on the team still. Because he Fair. was a stronger leader who was really setting a culture, and also, also, he would have got like three sacks in the season. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But ultimately, like, I don't want to end on a sour note with Michigan. They yeah. thirteen and one, back to back Big Ten champs, beat Ohio State, made the playoffs. They're like, big that's on, a that's the big a man great, on top right now. That's a great season, and mm-hmm. they're gonna go into the off season with the best, should be the best quarterback in the conference. Um, the Who's best the running back in the conference, the best coach in the conference, ah, the best offensive line Illinois, in the conference. Illinois might have the best running back in the conference. He's gone. They they, they had a guy under him. Blake Corum came back. No, I'm Illinois. They I know, but Blake Corum is better than Illinois' backup. Blake Corum's coming back. Yes, I we did oh, we talk about this last week. I think we, we did. did. You're right, was, you're right, yeah. you're right, right. Because we were like, why? Yeah, yeah, you're right. yeah. 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 So, yeah. so they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So yeah, they, they, they have a lot of things going for them going to the offseason. They everything's in front of them. Um great, great year. Um ultimately great year. And uh Jim Harbaugh turned it around. So yeah. Uh, I won't say any of the other things I want to say because those are future leaning things. Right. I have some concerns about them, but we'll talk about. I have concerns later. for everybody, actually. Yeah, so. my concerns with Michigan are less roster, more Harbaugh and drama mm-hmm. and JJ kind of thing. Stuff mm-hmm. that can ruin what a special team that should be special. But yeah. either way, that's that's a March and in July and August conversation. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna wrap up. Um, those those are the the three best teams in the conference, far and away, the three best team, but three best teams in the conference at, at least in 2022. These yeah. are not projections for 2023. 
we could have all three of them up here next year. We could not. You'll have to wait till August to find that out. But at least Iowa wins 11 games. Jesus Christ. (laughs) But yeah, so uh, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, We will be back next week. Uh, We will be doing our tier two teams. I think the rest of the tiers are going to slightly surprise you on how they've broken down a little bit. Uh, This was the easy one because they were the only teams that had 10 plus wins and were clearly the best teams all season. So uh, thanks for listening as always, and we will see you next week.